0: It's called a promo, Shut kid, your mouth, if you want to be the big dog, you're going to have to learn how to do it, so go are ahead. Are you ready?
1: No, I said,
0: are you ready? That was good. Glad you finally decided to pull that giant stick out of your butt and have some fun I'll for it in all your all life. You're uneducated, Marks. Fly, you sit it, there tweeting out your opinions like they're worth a damn let me explain something to you people you don't know shit and i'd like to think that maybe this company will be better after vince mcmahon's death
1: this past wednesday i had the incredible honor of sitting down with ecw original and hardcore legend just incredible Something that, to me personally, meant a great deal. Unfortunately, though, this interview came with some technical difficulties. The internet on my end went out and it caused it to get a little bit disrupted. But in true ECW fashion, I decided to finish strong and after many, many hours in editing, have managed to salvage it. And I really hope you guys enjoyed this interview. Thanks, just incredible, for sitting down with us and just having a chat with me. It was incredible. I said it, incredible. I hope you guys enjoy. Man, that was a bit of a nightmare Yeah, it happens sometimes. It, I don't know why, but... Man, what I was saying uh, before he cut me off, too, the main reason I started this platform was I wanted to create a more positive platform for fans, talent alike, to come and just talk about pro wrestling and enjoy it. And I feel like leading up to this, these past few days, you've kind of experienced a bit of that toxicity within the internet wrestling community and um, I imagine how difficult it It is for you and I'm hoping your knee gets the necessary treatment it needs. Shout out to Dustin Rhodes. Uh, I saw what happened last night between you guys interaction wise. I'm always quick to sing the praises of that man. Uh, Can you still hear me all right?
0: Oh thank you. Thank you man Dustin uh it's it's okay i can hear you for the most part
1: okay okay i just want to make sure did you hear me yes yes sir yes sir i just now heard your audio it would i think it paused for a moment okay, but cool. um so to open up i have several questions for you personally but this is a big question i have um okay, i'm from the west right. Te- i'm the i'm from the west texas area myself and growing up four hours away from amarillo i damn near worshiped terry funk i wanted to know and ask what it was it like sharing an experience, uh, the experience of sharing a locker room with that man, and just being around him, working with him so closely.
0: He he was, I mean, um, it was almost like he wasn't real. I am um, sure people. I was starstruck. You know what I mean? Because I. You know, I've been around ever. Stone Cold, he really. Uh, I was so him and Dusty Rhodes were the only two that really. I was like, wow, it was, and he was so.
1: He was so generous, you know. Generosity. Sorry, you cut out there, but I got the last part of that about be- him being so. I'll generous. say it again.
0: Uh, he was so generous. He was such a giving person, and he really wanted to leave wrestling better for the younger guys that he was working with. He really wanted to pass as much knowledge as he could and give the boys as much rub as he could. So,
1: you know, a wonderful man. Mm. Beautiful. So now having asked about the legend who inspired me, I want to ask who was that for you? Who inspired you, a now legend in your own right?
0: Um, for me, definitely the, uh, would have to be Ric Flair. I mean, Ric Flair was the reason I got into the wrestling business, you know, Mm -hmm. um, I loved Rick. I idolized him, uh, you know? Yeah. And, uh, it was just, uh, you know, he's the reason him and Ricky Steamboat, um, they had that series in 1989 for the NWA title. Yes, sir. Uh, and that was the one that really, uh, I, I was sophomore in high school, believe it or not, back then. Um, but definitely business when I graduated high school in 91.
1: <laughs> wow. Uh, and you've worked several places, of course. Um, where does being an ECW original and a vital part of that legendary promotion rank amongst your list of favorite places you've worked? Could we assume it's your favorite? Or is there another promotion where you feel like you did your best work at? ring of honor especially
0: uh, i would say ecw was the place i did my best work um arguably from 1997 till the close of the original ECW, was definitely the best work i think which is you know kind of sucks because it was a small period you know and i had a long career um, but the business this was much different there wasn't uh after 2001 when w so other than ring of honor but see there weren't signing guys it was a different thing they would wrestle once every six weeks or something so i would definitely say ecw but surprisingly in the wwf from 94 to 97 when i did aldo um not when i came back for uh x factor in 2001 but in, from 94 to 97 was also amazing. Uh, I learned so
1: much from those guys. Mm, wow. And looking back on the past three impressive decades, you've been in this business, what stands out to you as your best experience or a favorite moment to have been a part of?
0: I, I would, I guess I would have to say the, the night I won the world title. Um, and, you know, it's a business, it's a work, we know it. Um, but, it 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 shows um you know because you're really not winning anything but it shows uh when the promoter or the booker or whomever they put the world title on you that shows a faith in you and your ability that you could main event the company you could you know literally go on last every night be the main event and especially for a company like ecw that had guys like Van Dam and Sabu, and at the time, the Dudleys, uh, Dreamer, Raven, uh, and so many others, Um, Shane Douglas, the franchise, um, to be in the main event slot um, the night I won that title from Tommy Dreamer at the legendary ECW arena. um, it It was amazing. It was surreal. And also, I didn't know about it until about 10 minutes into the show. We're wow. into like right before 10 minutes before my match is when I found out because they wanted to keep it a secret. Wow. So they didn't want any of that leaking to the marks or the smart marks.
1: Yeah. I was just a kid at the time. I was, like I said, I came out of the tape trading days. Surprised
0: everybody else kind of, you know?
1: Yeah. I came out of the tape trading days and I, I grew up on all of you guys. So to hear that little bit of a fun fact that you didn't know until 10 minutes prior, that's beautiful. And I told a local guy here that I interviewed recently, that same concept of when you get that belt, that's the promotion saying you are who we are going with. We trust you with our brand. And so love to hear it now. Yeah. It was- and it,
0: and it's, and it's, again, it was, uh, it felt so good because ECW uh, um, was really like, Um, you know it was right before the attitude era it was like it just was like punk rock you know we were the cool kids in town because wcw was you know the nwo was just starting to happen wrestling itself in 97 just started to change um and it was just really exciting exciting times you know
1: yeah revolutionary you recently said on social media that 2024 is most likely your last year for match For, for sure and that could have you wrestling whoever, whenever, wherever. But is there anybody or anywhere specific you want to end it at?
0: I'll stay there for a little bit. Uh, if you oh. could repeat it real quick, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, no problem. That's, yeah, there was a bit of a delay. Sorry. Um, I said that I'm we... sorry, I'm
0: losing you again. This is such a pain.
1: Yeah, I am so sorry about that. I have no idea what's happening. Um, you Can you hear That's me? That's okay, no problem. No problem um i could hear you but
0: you're still a uh, very choppy i'm trying to do as best a job i can so uh, let's just give
1: it a try and if i do this i can't hear you noted noted um you recently said on social media 2024 your last year for match bookings is there anywhere or anybody specific you want to end that on um a question, man. that's a good
0: one um jane douglas one more time um because i wrestled tommy dreamer a bunch and uh uh-huh. you know sabu i've wrestled a bunch uh, you know we're talking about shane douglas and i have this problem with my leg but it's not it's not so much painful that it just to, uh, not doesn't you know it's uh you know that's it's diabetes kind of a thing so it's, it's serious in that aspect, but it's not like a very um, like knee pain or back pain. So, but I just think, man, um, you know, I've done enough. Why keep carting my old ass out there if there's really no, you know what I mean? Um, it, you know, it, if it started to become fun again, I, I would do it, but it hasn't been fun in a long time. Um, I just feel like the business and this is not a knock on the men and women that are in there today, but I just feel it's a different business today. And I don't even know if uh, what we did 25 years ago in ECW necessarily <laughs> would even get over today, because uh, the business is just so radically different. And again, not in a bad way, just different. And I, I can't. Uh, I can't imagine kind of doing what they do. They're just a lot of wild stuff going on out there that my body can't handle anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah. I understand exactly where you're coming from. I mean, I recall in an interview you did with Chris Van Fleet, you had said that uh, the men and women in the business keeps you open to new ideas and where the business is at. And you, you, just made a great point i think a lot of us older fans have noticed too like a lot of that older content uh would have a little bit of question mark behind it now if you tried to display it now especially um with where the business is at and where uh the controversies are lying now
0: yeah it also too um one thing i was uh trained by the hearts in in calgary and the one thing that I find very different, um, I would even say odd, and I, I don't talk to a lot of the younger generation, so I can't, I don't want to be critical without, you know, being, I don't want to be ignorant, um, but it just feels like these uh, men and women are not worried about taking care of the, their opponent's bodies. One thing, uh, this is from Brett, Bret Hart, Brett the Hitman Hart. It's like, you know, you take care of your opponent before you take care of yourself. Um, you know, when you wrestle me, I, I've never, uh, hurt somebody in the ring, you know, never, uh, you know, put anybody in the hospital, you know, I'm not saying I wasn't, you know, there wasn't a stiff shot once in a while, but barely, and, and to be honest, you know, I work very, uh, very safe, um, and, and stuff. And I just feel like today, um, that that's out the window. It's almost like, um, you know, to me, that's not a work though. There's no to it if i sit there and uh, punch you as hard as i can in the face where's the work then you're getting into something else you know what i mean but that's not the work of pro wrestling that becomes like let's just beat the shit out of each other there's no art there i want to make it look like i'm beating the shit out of you and vice versa that's the art you know and especially too, i'm not beat up um, on the have the experience as well so uh you know i don't want to go out there and god forbid i get hurt in an indie match then i can't work at a a regular gig because unfortunately there's not enough money out there in the indies to to make a living uh i should say unless you really know now you know i haven't been on tv in a while and that really always kind of you know is the you know, are, are, are the promoters going to book you? What are they going to pay you? What could you demand? So, uh you know, yeah, you just don't want to go out there and get hurt. And then all of a sudden you can't work your nine to five. And then you're really screwed.
1: Yeah. Then you're really screwed. I get it. Oh.
0: Yeah. You know, and people don't see that or understand it. Fans are so cruel and vicious. Uh, they think somehow we're loaded. We're all rich. Great money. I didn't make money where. I was set for the rest of my life uh you know uh i I got compensated well but i never made over 250 thousand dollars in one year um which is you know it's good money but i only made that one year the rest was significantly lower um so you know again you're not getting rich off of it you know and if you're not working or booked full time or uh with a contract you know you're 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 part of Part timer, so uh, you know. Sometimes it's one uh, older. My son, my oldest, graduated college. My daughter uh, is 19 years old. Uh, she she's out of school right now. She's working, and I have a 17 year old who's jubilees uh, to earn a living for these for these folks. You right. know, right? For the kids and for my wife and for her, you know,
1: you know. And this is coming from somebody who at one point was number six on the PWI top 500 i know
0: that was wild that was really cool actually and i know again i know that it's a work but um you know that year what it means for me like again i translated i translated to i was a big enough star in the business right to be up there with those names The you know the hunt the triple h's the rocks the austins that's a hell of a that's a hell of a lot of great company right there. So it was amazing. It was a really good year. And again, um, if WCW and ECW did not go out of business in 2001, my career would have been drastically different because I wouldn't have had to go back to WWE and. Put into a situation where I was a job. Was in my next step, whether it would have been another promotion or even a WCW or something else, I just kind of everything went under and uh, all of a sudden you have 300 wrestlers wrestling for both ECW, WCW and WWE, then in a matter of a couple of months, half of those uh, job opportunities are gone because both those companies went under. That's another thing people underestimate, don't realize. You know what I mean? The supply and demand for wrestlers then was crazy because you had so many full-time jobs. And then, especially with WCW went under, man, so many people lost that, uh, and the opportunity for those jobs. So Vince really monopolized everything, including the pay, right. which is, you know, you know how that goes. It was wild. I Vince, I say Vince because that's what we used to, meaning WWE. I guess Vince is a bad word these days. <laughs> I still am used to using Vince, but I should say the WWE. Yeah,
1: no one's gonna slap you on yeah. the today. Uh, it's it's still weird, man. I can't I can't believe that that came out, man. Too into it because I I,
0: I could read the shit. I mean, I kind of have an idea of what happened from what I hear, but uh, I couldn't read it. I didn't, you know. But uh, you know, you never saw anything, but you heard rumblings. You know that a lot of wackiness going on, man, and uh, it's just crazy. You know what I mean? It uh, and it's crazy that it came out now. Yeah, too you know, but it's, it's
1: wild. All right. Last question I have for you is a very odd one, but I've been waiting a long time to ask you this one. Let's uh, go. I think maybe a handful of people will understand what I'm even talking about. There was a mobile game in the app store around 2014, 15, maybe called just incredible versus robot zombies. Yes. I'm so glad. I wondered if you knew about this or anything like that. It was fucking fun as shit. <laughs>
0: I, I did know about it. They were uh, really cool people. I didn't make a dime off of it, um, but I just thought uh, I just thought it was so cool that these fans came up with it. Uh, and again, it's just kind of neat. Um, you know, to just download it and just, you know, it was a generic little thing, but I thought it was interesting, and uh, you know, they just wanted to do something cool for themselves. I guess they were young and developing stuff, and uh, we had a little bit of a relationship, unfortunately. You know, it just was, you know, it lasted for a very short uh, time, but uh, yeah, it was definitely cool. I wish we could have uh,
1: monetized it, or So, unfortunately, at this point in the interview, the call got dropped, cut off completely, and thankfully it was closer towards the end of the interview. There's a little bit of a bonus clip here added on, just incredible, to his credit. Let me finish out strong, and I really appreciated that. I didn't want the interview to go out that way, and luckily, we didn't let it go out that way. I hope down the line we can reschedule this interview and get a little bit more in-depth of questions, but... Thank you guys for watching up to this point, and enjoy this little bit of exit clip. Thanks for allowing me the opportunity to finish this off properly. I felt
0: let's see if we can keep it going. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's a we're doing this interview here at our show's main nice. building, and the internet here is having some issues. So the the app question was my last question. I just wanted to thank you. I listen, I got a thing I got a
0: proposition for you. Okay. Uh no, real quick, when we get this down, um, I'll be glad to come back on um and do do another one. This way we could uh, you know, it won't be so choppy and we could get it done, you know, when we figure this out, you know what I mean? Right. And uh give the fans another one. you know what
1: I mean? I, I I owe that
0: one to you, you know. So Thank you so much. We I could do like- another one some other time down the road on the house. Yeah,
1: I feel like it was more our fault, but I appreciate that. So, no, I appreciate it. I, I apologize. I just don't. Oh, no problem, man. It's all about
0: you, man. It's all about the fans. I'm grateful. I'm humble. Everybody's been so cool. So, yeah, bro. Let's uh, let's finish it up.
1: Well, again, the the app question was the last question I had for you off the the bat. Just ask if you had known about. Oh, it. okay. Um, the one thing I wanted to tell you just personally was my inner child came alive at this. Okay, need to do this. So. Um, by all accounts, this interview has been just incredible as I just hope we can get a little less choppy next time. Is, is there anything you want to promote or plug as we close?
0: Hell yeah, man. Well, I, um, no, man, just, uh, you know, just thank you for your support, man. I appreciate it. If you all don't know, follow me on my social media, both Instagram and X, at PJ Polacco. And uh, that's it, man. Just God bless everybody. And uh, I hope to see you all down the road. Thank you so much. And back on here. Yes. No doubt. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Thank you, brother. Have a wonderful day. All right. I really appreciate you. You too. All right, man. Take care. Thank you. See you. It's called a promo. Shut kid. your and mouth. If you John. want to be the big dog, you're going to have to learn how to do
1: it. So go you ahead. ready? I said, Are you
0: ready That was good. Glad you finally decided to pull that giant stick out of your butt and have some fun rolling in I your life. You're uneducated, fighting, Marks. You sit there on your phones tweeting out your opinions like they're worth a damn. Let me explain something to you people. You don't know shit. And I'd like
1: then maybe this company will be better after Vince McMahon...